Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. read your scripture a minute ago. Marriage bed is undefiled. You need to talk about this stuff. You need to, you need to actually communicate. You need to talk about what you enjoy, what's fun, what's not fun. Remember, sex was God's idea. I mean, you know, talk about it. It's, sex is, is holy because it's His. It's His idea, His creation. There's not a right way or a wrong way. Continuing in the marriage series, Pastor Robert will encourage you to cultivate an open dialogue with your spouse about your physical intimacy. The Bible doesn't say anywhere that there's a right or wrong when it comes to sex and marriage. The only rule is that you're both in agreement. So this may be a blessing to both of you. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part two of their marriage, Marriage Tune-Up 3. by like telling him all that he does wrong. We're going to talk more about in the practical session things each one should do. But let him off the hook. Same thing I said in the first, same thing we'll say in every session. Let him off the hook. Do what you can. Ask God for the rest. Let him off the hook of your expectations. He cannot be your God, but he is. I have I think maybe once in all our all our years of ministry have I met a man that I think he may not actually, this may not work for him. He may be a psychopath. But for everybody else, this is how it works. Love begets love. That's why when we have love, we expand, we have children. Love begets love. Love does not seek its off. Love is kind. A female tongue in its nature is not kind. We don't even know how much that is true because we don't hear it with male ears. A female tongue in and of itself is not kind. The human heart is not kind in and of itself, but we think we are because we have all culture affirming us, saying, you're worth it. And he should, you know, the whole, every advertisement tells us how worth it we are and how much he needs to step up and treat us like princesses, but he's not inspired by that. He's just not. He's inspired by you giving him space and respecting his fight, respecting his fight. He, he saw mine by God's intervention. I could not have opened his eyes to what it's like to be up all night with a crying baby. Neither can you open, you can't open his eyes. He can't open yours. But trust that God is doing the best. God is working in your husband. He hears you the first time. And he, I mean, a lot of what I came in of, the, of these surveys, a lot of it like, my husband needs to understand that A, B, C, and D. And he will. When you, and here's the, he will when you're quiet. 
He can begin to hear you. One of the cliches people say is when you finally, this quietness that is so foreign to us, when we finally be quiet, then he can hear God. When we finally get out of his, because we make noise, we don't know it. We think we're making a point, but we're making noise and it's sort of interfering with him hearing God. When we get out of the way, he can hear God. Whether he believes in him or not, God talks to that. He says that in 1 Peter 3. It doesn't matter what your husband believes or thinks or feels. You're responsible for you. Your job is to present the thing once, be quiet, and then trust God. And God will do miracles. But you are not the Holy Spirit. Most of us are sort of confused about that. But we're not the Holy Spirit to him. It's not our job to make him see anything. It's our job to pray to respect him, to honor him for what he is, and then let God be. When God is God to us, it's a whole lot easier. I would not know how to do it otherwise. But I pray, even in this week that comes, that you hear how much lies you are exposed to that tells you that you're worth it and men are dumb because that's the tone in the culture. And it's not, it's not your friend. It's not giving you what you want from a practical standpoint. It's not truth either. And therefore, it doesn't produce what you want. Step back, develop a quiet heart, develop a quiet spirit, and then trust God to speak to your man. And, and you'll guys, be amazed. We get, the, we get the same stuff about women. It's put forth in a different way, but even, you know, with, uh, I can't believe how often I hear it. You know, a bunch of guys get together and talk about, you know, how stupid their wives are. And, man, women. And, and it's this cultural thing as if it somehow okay to do that. Well, it's not okay. And the reason that it's not okay is that it messes your head up. If nothing else, it's going to undermine your thinking. It's going to undermine and negatively impact your marriage, your family. You need to recognize that and just stay out of it. You know, one of the things that practical things that helped me so much, men, practical little uh, tool here is I felt like God kind of said to me, stop praying for the woman. That makes no sense. Well, yeah, but all you're ever praying about is what needs to be changed. Your whole focus, therefore, is almost wrong. The whole focus is on the negative. The whole focus is on the flaws. Now, ladies, this applies to you too. Mm -hmm. You got to stop that. Because again, your responsibility, your capacity, there's no way that you're going to be able to affect it. God already knows what needs to be changed. God already knows. He doesn't need your advice. He doesn't need your direction, you know, or you're not somehow giving him greater power by saying to him, She's messed up in this area, this area, this area, this area, this area, this area, and this area, and please fix this woman. The Lord showed me so clearly that what I needed to do when in, in my prayer times related to my wife, is I needed to make a list of the things that I really should have been thanking him for. Make a list of the things that I fell in love with in the beginning. Make a list of the things that I could say thank you about. God, thank you for this. God, thank you for that. God, thank you for this. And just go through the list of, of giving thanks. Pray for her protection. Pray for God to give her wisdom as the mother of my children. 
Do you understand? But get off all of the negatives and all of the, just not even allow myself even to pray for her about those things. Instead, giving, giving thanks continually. Last thing, listen, the, the sexual relationship is so important. I mean, I, I remember John Corson, pastor out in, in uh, Calvary Chapel, pastor out in Oregon. He did a wonderful teaching on how sexual intercourse produces relational intimacy. It's counterintuitive for a lot of women. If we don't have that depth of relationship, then I'm just not interested. Or if we're emotionally not connected, I have a really hard time, you know, and I hear, you know, all these kinds of things, you know, well, you know what? Maybe you just need to stop making it about you so much. Guys, it's so important that you understand that she needs much more emotional sex in that bedroom environment than you do. And it's legitimate. I just read your scripture a minute ago. Marriage bed is undefiled. You need to talk about this stuff. You need, to, you need to actually communicate. You need to talk about what you enjoy, what's fun, what's not fun. Remember, sex was God's idea. I mean, you know, talk about it. It's, sex is, is holy because it's His. It's His idea, His creation. There's not a right way or a wrong way. I've not seen anything in the Bible that says... Okay, the woman should be on the bottom and the man should be on the top. I know I'm getting graphic here, but do you understand? There's nothing in the Bible that tells you how to. God knew we would figure it out. <laughs> There's one rule that I can find in the Bible. One rule, aside from, you know, don't hold out on each other. You know, don't play games with each other. Don't, don't despise each other. How does it, how does it word it? But the rule is you need to be in agreement. You, you need to, this is something that, that you do together. You don't do to each other. You do it together. Does that make sense? So, so you discuss it. You talk about it. You come into agreement with it. And if one is, that's a little, that's a little weird for me. Well, okay, fine. Then we don't go there. But you talk about this stuff. You agree on it. You communicate about it. If you got questions, email me. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert and Elizabeth's message. The tune-up conference you've been listening to is a great way for you to examine your current relationship with your spouse, how you've changed, and how God can bring you to a new and greater passion for your husband or wife. Be sure to tune in again to learn more. If you think a friend or family member would benefit from hearing these messages, we'd encourage you to point them to our podcast. Just visit MainThingRadio.com to subscribe. If you're in Miami, we'd like to extend an invitation for you to come join us in our weekly services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Our church gathers each Sunday to praise the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and learn as much as we can from Scripture about Him. Your presence will be most welcome, so come and see us. Visit MainThingRadio.com to find out more about Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach and get directions. As we wrap up our time with you today, we'd like to let you know that we're praying for you each day. 
If there's anything specific we can bring before the Lord, please give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. Thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio.